welcome to the Non-Gendered Fitness Podcast, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Non-Gendered Fitness, the home of queer fitness and health, previously known as Fearless Movement Collective. Now here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 80. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we're going to be looking at how you can prepare yourself for the upcoming holiday period and family gatherings that you may be required to attend because this time of year is stressful, especially for people who celebrate the holidays, ironically. (laughs) And these celebrations often come with family commitments and having to engage with people that you might not have seen very often or for a long time, especially with lockdowns. And they may be completely insensitive to your experiences. And I mean, let's face it, we can't choose our family that we are connected to genetically, but we can choose how we manage ourselves around them or even choose not to put ourselves in those situations. Now, I know there are many folks out there who do celebrate Christmas time, and that's great for you if you do, but it doesn't mean that you have to be on the receiving end of your family's ignorance. So we're going to go over a few strategies that you can use to help you manage you in some of those tough situations that probably or could arise, depending on kind of how your family is. Because when we prepare ourselves and our responses, we can better control how we feel in these situations. Really, it's, it's totally shitty that this is actually a thing. And so many people from our community need to do this. We need to manage ourselves around our insensitive family members. <laughs> and in an ideal world, our families would all accept us as we are without being total transphobes. But this is not an ideal world that we live in. (laughs) And people always feel a need to share their opinions, even when they are not welcomed or asked for. This is more than just family members. This is lots of people have an opinion. And doesn't everyone have to hear about their opinion? Just like me in this podcast. So today, we're going to go over a couple of common scenarios that you may come up, have come up, they may come up, at your family gathering and how you can work through these situations without getting caught up in someone else's shit. So let's start with, I think, the one we're probably all thinking of that comes to mind in regards to shitty interactions with our families, and that is being misgendered because it happens so often. And let's face it, it's probably going to be one of the most likely scenarios for all of us. And especially if you've been transitioning over lockdown and your family and extended family haven't seen you in a bit, so maybe you're presenting a bit differently, 
Now, there are a couple things you can do here depending on the people you know you'll be interacting with because it's always important to remember knowing how to read a situation and what's going to be best for us. And it's important to keep that in mind. So you know the people in your life and you know how they act. So choosing if you're willing to try to educate your family members is important because to be honest, some people aren't going to want to understand you, which totally sucks. But long term is helpful in that you'll know who to engage with and who not to engage with in the future. It's like they're really doing you a favor. (laughs) For example, if you have an uncle who comments on your pronouns or refuses to use them, this can be really hurtful. Now, if it seems that your uncle just isn't aware of trans or gender diverse experiences, perhaps you can tell him about your pronouns and why it's important. You might be pleasantly surprised and his uncle actually gets it. Or you might not. <laughs> if this uncle happens to instead start sharing his opinion about pronouns, gender or trans experiences, you don't actually have to stay there and continue to engage. Remember that you're not obligated to do something just because someone is related to you. There is literally no rules that say you have to be on the receiving end of your family member's transphobia. And I get that it can be tough because Some people feel an obligation to engage when it comes to family. Otherwise, they could get hurt feelings. Regardless of your hurt feelings, it's all about your family's hurt feelings because they make it very known when they are upset or unhappy about something and that can be their responsibility on the person who is perceived as doing the hurting. This is especially prevalent in patriarchal family structures. But... What about your experiences and your feelings? Like, they are totally valid. They are no less important just because an older or or male family member is speaking to you or sharing an opinion or whatever they may be doing. You have every right in this situation to remove yourself from the conversation. You are not your family's punching bag. And how they respond to your boundaries is completely on them. You can politely remove yourself from a conversation without being confrontational too. If a family member is talking to you about pronouns, you could say something like, I I understand that you have this opinion. However, my pronouns are important to me and I use them to help me affirm who I am inside and they are not up for debate. You can be really clear. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to start a fight, but... It's okay to share what is important to you and that you're not willing to have a discussion about how quotey fingers right or wrong your pronouns are because some old sis uncle wants to have a little chat like he knows better. He does not. (laughs) And because regardless of someone else's opinion on your pronouns, it is just that, an opinion which holds no weight on who you truly are. So... I know it can be hard, but do your best to not take these shitty opinions to heart as well because that's not about you. That's 100% about whatever shit your family member has going on. And what I'm 
getting at is that it's just good to plan on how you can address your family members if they do this. So say, you know, whatever works for you. It doesn't have to be what I said. Make it make it feel comfortable and like something you would say and feel good about that. Even practice it in the mirror, you know, take your time. And if that fails and provided you're able to, you can't just leave. Don't have to stay there. So what if your family is totally okay with your pronouns and respects your identity, but it's mealtime and your auntie makes a comment about what you're eating or how much you're eating? This is something that I get so much at family gatherings, not even just not even Christmas, just family gatherings. Family members usually about the volume of food that I'm eating. And it can be so frustrating, especially when the people doing the commenting clearly don't have any understanding of what they're doing with their own nutrition, let alone what I'm doing with mine in regards to how I fuel my body while I'm training. But my gosh, it does not stop them from wanting to comment about the volume of food that I'm eating. Like, oh, Bowie, that's a lot of food. It's like, yeah, it is. Great observation. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? (laughs) But it's completely unnecessary. And these comments are aimed at shaming us because often the family member who's making the comment might feel self-conscious about themselves or the volume of food they eat, or it's somehow interconnected with a lot of that really shitty social perception that comes around how men and women, quote your fingers on that, should be and social beauty standards and, you know, all of all of this other crap that comes in when people who have absolutely no clue about nutrition like to comment on nutrition. And I'm just like, friend, you you take care of you there. It seems you've got a whole lot going on for you right now that maybe you need to focus on a little bit more than what I'm eating myself for lunch. You know, you do you. <laughs> and If you find yourself in a similar situation where you have family members commenting on what you're choosing to eat, I genuinely think the best thing to do is not respond. And I know this can be hard, but seriously, I've had enough comments from people about how I eat to learn that there's just no point in saying anything. They get defensive. People, in my experience, people have gotten defensive when I do, and it's just not worth my emotional labor. I couldn't be bothered. I would just, as I said, say, yep, eating a lot of food today. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what more can you say to that? <laughs> because regardless of what this person actually knows about nutrition, if they are commenting... It's all on them and it's not okay. It's it's shaming. It's shaming you about your choices in food. And sure, they may even comment under the guise of concern, quotey fingers on concern. But if they're commenting about your eating or how it's going to affect your body shape or telling you that what you're eating is going to make you fat, then all they're doing is 
I'm shaming you, fat shaming you, body shaming you. None of it is acceptable. It's not helpful. And you can literally eat whatever the plop you want to eat, friend. There is no one else's opinion that can change that. It's no one else's business what you do. And just know that. (laughs) It's totally okay to be eating whatever the fuck you want to eat at whatever holiday meal that you are at. Do your best to ignore the comments. And sure, if you like, you can just say something like, thanks for the advice. Or, you know, yep, that is, that is what I'm eating. Mm. And just carry on doing whatever you want to do. Because fat shaming is not okay. It is toxic as fuck and it is fueled by ignorance huge amount of ignorance and it is fueled by gendered stereotypes that as I said are pushed by these common beauty standards which I think are totally fucked anyway so you can prepare for family being fluff burgers about food by reminding yourself there is nothing wrong with eating the foods that you want to eat and you don't have to fulfill someone else's expectations especially when it's someone who doesn't have a flipping clue themselves like they <laughs> like they would know it's like the people who'll start a comment with i'm no expert in fitness but <laughs> it's like shh just stop there unless someone is legitimately a nutritionist or a food scientist or something of that nature anything they say is opinion and it is not based in science it's not based in fact it's generally based in ignorance or something that they saw on the 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 local news propaganda evening show whatever one they watch of it It's, it's all the same it's all it's all just crap they're fed these stories about stuff and they just eat it all up Ha, ha, not even meant to make that pun, but hey, yes. (laughs) But I do want to acknowledge, moving on from that terrible pun, (laughs) that there are many other challenging situations that you may find yourself in over these holidays. And the couple of scenarios I've just mentioned are by no means exhaustive. It's two. That is not a very big list. But they are just really common things that come up which is why I wanted to talk on them because it's the most most likely when it comes to this sort of stuff it's the shit that we experience from family and the strategies I'm, strategies I'm suggesting that you can use they can be used in all different scenarios that don't just involve being misgendered when it comes to setting boundaries they are great in any scenario or when it comes to people commenting on your nutrition you know not saying anything or just been like thanks thanks a lot for that <laughs> that's okay. Now, I know I touched briefly on kind of some things you can do, but let's go a little deeper here because I did mention a couple of circumstances there. And the first being that you can set boundaries. Mm, I love a good boundary because it makes it very fucking clear what someone else wants. It makes it very fucking clear what you want. There's no confusion. There's no ambiguity there. If someone sets a boundary, you know exactly what you can and can't do. Boundaries are great. Not a lot of people like boundaries because they don't like having to actually, I don't know, listen to someone or do something that is requested of them. (laughs) And 
There's a couple of ways you can go about this. I think the, the most important thing to do, if you've got a family member who's like flapping their lips about whatever it is and you're feeling, you know, triggered or like they're actually being hurtful, firstly, and I know this is going to be, this is going to be hard. This was one of the hardest things that I had to work on for myself. Acknowledge that your family member may have a differing opinion and acknowledge that. Let them know you've heard. Validate. Validate them first. But you can then go on to share and be really clear here that it is important, in regards to say of your pronouns, it's important that things like your pronouns are used the way you've asked them to be used and that you're not willing to debate your identity with someone else, that you know who you are and you would appreciate if you are spoken to with the pronouns that you have chosen to use. It might not be pronouns that someone's having a little dig at. It could be the way that you're dressed. Again, you can thank them. So yes, I understand that you have this opinion on this. However, this is how I feel I am best represented. This is what makes me feel good about me. And I'd appreciate if this wasn't a discussion because it's not up for debate. You can be very clear on that that you're not willing to talk about things that you have chosen for you like you somehow are obliged to explain your decisions to someone else simply because they are related to you genetically. That's not the case. You literally don't have to explain any choice you've ever made to flipping anyone if you don't want to. So being clear on that, there's things that maybe you don't want to have to discuss with others because it's not a point to be debated. It's not about what their opinion is on a thing. Just let them know. You can do it politely. Now, this can be tough. I get that, especially if you're speaking up to family members and especially if these family members are being hurtful and you're trying to manage yourself well at the same time, be nice to someone who's really just being a total ass. So it's not always going to be easy, but you can practice. You can practice things you might say and you can practice in the mirror. That's a great way. It feels weird as. <laughs> but it's a great way you can start because you really don't have to stand there and listen to someone else's shitty opinion. If you find you're really challenged to not be able to speak up, that's okay. You can excuse yourself from the conversation and that's okay. What are they going to do? Try and stop you? I mean, that would just be weird. You know, maybe that could happen. Who knows? Excuse yourself. Say you have to go to the toilet. Say you have to go and get yourself a drink. Just you can remove yourself from that situation so you don't have to stand there and keep on listening to whoever talk about something like they somehow know something about you that you don't, but they really need to tell you about you or how, what you should be doing because they know better. Family. <laughs> they can be like that. So you can just excuse yourself from the situation. Leave. Go and do a different room. Talk to some different people if you can, you know don't have to stand about there or sit about or just wait about while someone finishes off whatever it is they're blabbing on about. Now this also goes for folks that are commenting on your eating or how you're looking whether it's physically or through your clothes or the hairstyle that you're wearing as well. These are all great ways as I said of setting a boundary that your presentation is not up for discussion or just don't enter into the discussion at all because you have to go and do something really important right now that doesn't involve them. Leave the conversation. 
And regardless of what a person's intent is, it's really worth trying to educate people who aren't interested in actually listening to a different perspective. Most people don't want to hear someone else's perspective, but my gosh, don't they want you to listen to theirs? (laughs) So in these situations, I do find that it can be best just to say nothing because it's not worth your emotional labor. It's exhausting. And some people say things just to start an argument. Who, Who knows someone like that? I'm pretty sure we all do. Or they want to cause harm. Or some people say stuff out of ignorance or lack of awareness. Or because they're feeling shit about themselves and they want to punch down to make themselves feel that little bit better. That little bit more significant. That's the worst. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you've tried boundaries or if you've tried saying nothing or if you don't want to do either of these things, you can just leave the situation if you're able to. Whether you step out of the event for a bit, maybe take a walk or go to a quiet room away from everyone else, you literally don't have to stay in that space. There's no rules here, friends. I know there may be these unspoken family views on things, but legit, you don't have to abide by stuff if it's causing you harm. You don't. Taking time for you can be really helpful with your emotions. And if you need that, you need that time, you take it. Because it's, it's one thing that you can actually control in a situation is how you're feeling. You can't stop old asshole uncle from like blapping on about what transgender is or grandma from making a comment about how if you have another piece of dessert, you're going to get fat or, you know, whatever. We can't, we can't control them, but we can control how we feel in these situations. And that is powerful. No one can take that from us. So making a little plan on how you could best manage yourself if these scenarios do arise while you're at a family gathering this holiday period and knowing that there are options ahead of time so you're not there and then feeling that little bit upset or that bit hurt or starting to get emotional and then like well I just don't know what to do and you know then it can turn it things can turn into an argument and it never works out well so making that plan to start with Just a couple little things so you know you have options. You know you're not stuck here. Even if you've traveled for family, perhaps you can just go and find a quiet room for a while. You know, you've got options. Now, what if you don't have family that you're going to see? And I get this. I know this is a situation some folks find themselves in because our families can be ultra shit and ultra bigoted. And if you are someone that doesn't have family to be around this holiday season, just know that you're not alone. If Christmas is something you celebrate, then perhaps you can go and spend some time with chosen family. They're the best kind. (laughs) The people we choose to have in our lives are often far better than the people that we just happen to be involved with simply because we were spurred it out of a parent or because we are related to a parent's sibling through blood you know it's there's not an obligation to have to stay involved with a family member just because there's genetics involved absolutely not now if you don't have 
chosen family to hang out with. Perhaps you can look out for a gathering, like a peer support group. Maybe they're doing some activities over Christmas. There may be one in your area where you can connect with other folks who may be in a similar situation. And you can have a little get-together there. There there are definitely options out there. And I know it's not necessarily the same as having the acceptance of the people who are technically supposed to care about you the most. But just know that there are people around who do care about you, even if it doesn't feel like it. Even if you're coming up to these holidays and you're like, this is going to fucking suck. I'm going to be alone. French, you're not alone. There's going to be someone out there that you can reach out to. And if you do happen to find yourself in a crisis, please reach out and talk to someone. Call the local mental health hotline that is in your country or region and find someone to talk to. Now let's have a look at what we've touched on today. First, we looked at a couple of scenarios that you may find yourself in if you go to visit your family this holidays. These being family members judging your identity or choosing to ignore your pronouns and family members fat shaming you, commenting on your eating or your physical appearance. Then we had a look at some strategies that you can try in these situations, being setting boundaries and clearly stating that what a family member is saying is hurtful and that you're not going to be debating your identity, your eating, your body with them. And we looked at uh, choosing a less direct approach by simply not saying anything and instead removing yourself from the conversation or simply taking some time away, going for a walk, going to a quiet room and just chilling out for a bit to kind of wind down. Just know that there is no right or wrong way to deal with your family. There are the ways that you know work best for you and always take your safety into account. And remember, practice the things you could say. Go over that list in your head of options you have ahead of the gathering so that you know that you can actually have some choices if things do get tough. And finally, we had a look at what you can do if you don't have genetic family to see during the holidays by sending some time with your chosen family or accessing peer support services that may be in your local area. And again, if you are in need of mental health support, reach out to your crisis hotline. You can find them. You might know where they are. You can Google them. You can look it up. If you really need that extra support, please, please reach out to the people who can help you. Now, you can find all of the details for today's show in the show notes. And before I wrap things up, I want to share with you that this is going to be my second last show for the year before I take a break for a whole month. I'm excited. My first holiday since Zay and I started our business like five and a half years ago. Finally, finally earned a holiday. (laughs) So after next week, the show won't be back until mid-January. Next Friday is our last show. Now, if you're enjoying this show or other episodes that I have done, please feel free to share them with folks who you think might benefit from any of the content in the episodes. I'd love to be able to help as many people as I can. And you sharing these episodes is a great way to help me do that. And 
And if you also have any questions that you want answered, I would love it if you reached out and actually asked me some questions. I'm happy to talk about any things that you may want to know, whether it's transition related, whether it's fitness related or training related or anything like that. You can reach out through our website or on the socials, which I'm going to tell you what they are in a minute, but you've probably heard that a bazillion times before if you've listened to any of these shows before now. But reach out, let me know what you want to hear about and... I can make that happen. I love answering people's questions. (laughs) And if you have any questions about this episode or you'd like to learn more about how we could help support you, you can go to our website, www.nongenderedfitness.com. You can send us a message there. You can also jump in. You can try it out for a trial or just some of our training. If you don't want to go to our website, you can find us on social media by going to Facebook at nongenderedfitness or Instagram, which is where we're most active. At the handles, uh, non underscore gendered underscore fitness for non gendered fitness, and me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. Yes. Until next week, remember you don't need to listen to the opinions of other people, regardless of who they are. Your choices are your choices, and you have every right to make whatever decisions you want to make in your life. So feel confident in that because you are the only person living your life. Have a rad as date pals.